Welcome to the Fears and Fears podcast. What is going on, Horror Nation? This is Tucker Miller. I'm Rowdy. And this is the Beers and Fears podcast. How are you guys doing? We are doing good. So, <laughs> you all right over there? Yeah, don't worry about what I'm doing. Okay. You mind your own. I'll fucking kill you. No, you won't. So, today, we built... Uh, we, Fuck me. Ow. We made slingshots, and... Um, Ouch. We've been shooting each other with them, and Roddy just tried to shoot me, but ended up smashing his finger. Oh, you're so lucky. Oh, fuck you, man. <laughs> Were you trying to kill me? He put a Skittle in there. <laughs> Shit hurts with fucking, like, spit wads in it. So. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. You probably would have <laughs> fucking put a hole in me. Or broken the fucking window behind you. Yeah, no shit. Oh, God. I'm fucking burpy. It's all that coke. Yeah. So, um, so today, um, we don't have a cocktail for you guys. Nah. What we do have is old traditional, aka rum and coke. Yeah, just some rum and coke. It's really simple. What you do is you take. No, ice. That's okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Put it in a cup. You got some ice. This this drink is clearly served on the rocks. And then you take your rum. Are we making this rowdy style or the correct style? Mm, girl. Uh, I'm making this one mine. Oh, hot damn. Okay, if you're rowdy, you're going to drink a rum on the rocks. With a uh, like, eye droplet full of Coke. Yeah, holy shit. Uh, I think we're heading for a fun podcast today. Ooh, that's going to be a spicy boy. Uh, uh, so today... The surprisingly, rum- it's not as spicy as it smells. So, yeah, today the rum we are drinking is Sugar Island Spice Rum, which is a Caribbean rum with spiced caramel and natural flavors. 44% alcohol by volume, which is 92 proof for those of you who don't know how proofs work. I can't um, remember the exact ratio. It's weird. This handcrafted rum comes from the only, from only the finest of Caribbean sugarcane. Okay, in night, oh wait, hold on, on, Sugar Island in 1731, in accordance with the regulations relating to His Majesty's service at sea, British sailors were given a daily rate. Sorry. <clears throat> British sailors were given a daily ration of rum. Coincidentally, mermaid sightings in the Caribbean rose significantly around this time. Sailors believed mermaids rescued shipwrecked sailors and brought them to Sugar Island. Many great ships have been lost at sea forever, changing mermaids and looking for the mystical island. Embrace the myth. Produced and bottled by Sugar Island Run Company, Mira Loma, California, 91752, www.sugarislandrum.com. 
Shameless plug. Guess what? We're not fucking sponsored. But um, this is some spicy shit. And not spicy as in like spiced rum because, I mean, this is spiced rum. But uh, this will put hair on your fucking nutsack. What did you say the proof was? 92. It's just kind of a... Uh, Come on. Well, I'm still reading. Um, it's nice. We'll take a sniffer. Yeah, you get um. Okay, we're gonna be totally honest. First thing you smell is uh, rubbing alcohol. Alcohol proof in the U.S. is defined as twice the percentage of alcohol by volume. You had to look that up. Well, it because it's different. There's different well for the United uh, States, it's really fucking simple. Uh, yeah, literally, you just take the percentage and double it, and that's what makes your proof. Roughly. Well, they like round it, but yeah, yeah. So like, this is uh forty six. So there you go. Simple as that. Ninety two. Yeah, if that's the only time it rounds is when you have issues with like points, point percentages. They just round up to the next proof to be safe. Ugh. Okay, so there's um, slight vanilla on the nose. A uh, little bit of caramel, a little bit, not as much, not as much at all. I'm Just glad like you're doing that, I can't smell shit other um, than rubbing alcohol. Vanilla. A little bit of caramel, a little bit of uh, anise. No cinnamon, no cinnamon at all. Um, hmm. Kind of a barrel smell. Not like, not like oakiness, but like just kind of woody. That makes sense. Oh yeah, I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure it's barreled. With how dark that rum is, that has to be a barreled rum. Uh, not necessarily. Spices will make it that. Well, yeah, that but, dark. Well, it's fucking hella dark. Yeah, um, it's a nice amber. It's got a really, really fucking good cork on it. It's a synthetic cork, but. It's got a solid. It's got a solid fucking seal. Listen to this. Ooh, girl, that's good. And it it takes a fucking push to get it back in there. It's good. Um, it's. I kind of wish we had this in, like, um. Like a seventy proof. So we could kind of get more taste. I mean, this is, this is, we got this for like mixing drinks, but. Um, well, after smelling it and then tasting it, it, uh. Oh yeah. By the way, the smell on this will put you the fuck off of it. Yeah. But once you taste it, oh my God. I was pleasantly surprised. It's I mean, so it, good. It's, surprisingly, it's a cheaper uh, rum. I mean, obviously, it ain't no like aristocrat rum where yeah. it's fucking nine dollars for a fifth of it. Yeah. Uh, what was this about twenty? Yeah, it was twenty one. 
Yeah. Uh, we 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 got that today, and it's already half gone. Uh, <laughs> it. Yeah, the smell of it sounds, or the smell of it sounds, that's how fucking sideways the smell will get you. It smells loud. It fucking will burn your nose hairs, but it does, it doesn't burn, it doesn't taste Um, bad. Okay, so if you drink a really high proof alcohol straight, because of course we tried it straight before we mixed it, so that we could see what the booze itself tasted like, uh, it'll... It'll take your breath away, like most al- you know, like some some good alcohol does. But there is no burn. Yeah, like you feel the cooling of the alcohol, like on your throat and the and in your mouth, like when you breathe in on it, it's real cool, and it and it kind of takes your breath away, but it doesn't burn whatsoever. Like it's not it's not like oh you know fire water. No, it's just. It's really it smooth. Def- it coats it's, your mouth. Yeah, it's kind it's kind of oily, but um, it's really good. Uh, for for the price point, specifically saying for the price point. Plus, it's really high proof. Um, for for the price point, price point and for yeah, I what mean, it is. I mean, this isn't plantation overproof, but no, which I think but, is ninety eight uh, proof. Uh, yeah, something like that. Uh, no, it's, no, it's sixty five percent alcohol, so it's like a no, hundred thirty. Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. It's it like a pro- hundred thirty. It's probably proof. close to. Uh, it's fucking spicy. It's probably closer to like a Bacardi one fifty one. Yeah. Um. Sorry, guys, I'm super burpy today. Uh, what was I gonna say? Um. Yeah, but overall, it's not bad. Yeah, uh, it's definitely... I actually like the flavor of it over a Kraken. Um, I don't know about that because I like the specific spices used in Kraken. Um, I definitely like the, um, the 70% or the 70 proof to the 94 proof of Kraken. Right. I definitely like the 70 because it... You get a lot more flavor, and when I'm drinking rums, I like them for the flavor. Um, I don't like, you know, I, I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of super high-proof rum just for the fact that I want to be able to sip on them and not be, like, gasping for air after every, you know, every sip. I mean, my palate, as far as alcohol goes, is... Is, I, I'm used is whiskey and whiskey only. <laughs> well, it's not that. It's I alcohol, like the taste of alcohol, mm-hmm. isn't what bothers me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't sit there and drink Jaeger or anything because I'm not a big fan of anise or black licorice. licorice. Uh, See, anise but, doesn't bother me much. It's the licorice that fucks me up. Well, the anise is a licorice flavor. Well, like, but it's when it's condensed to yeah. the licorice flavor yeah. that anise starts to bother me. Uh, yeah, definitely. So, like, this having more, uh, like, of an alcohol taste to it, it doesn't bother me mm-hmm. at all. I actually prefer it that way. I like to be able to taste 
that I'm drinking. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel you on that. Um, yeah. Like I have to be like, kind of like in the mood for something that tastes boozy. If that makes sense. Right. I mean, we all do. Like, I like to taste something that tastes boozy when, like, I'm like, all right, let's get fucked up today, uh, which is not most days. <laughs> Pussy. No. Uh, Man, I've oh, I, it's always I'm either tired or I have a headache. And so I'm like, right. if I drink, the headache gets worse. Or if I drink, I just fall asleep before I get drunk. <laughs> yeah, like your birthday. Yeah, like my birthday. Uh when all my friends came over and then I went to bed. <laughs> and I you guys all and shit. you guys all hung out in my living room. Yeah. I mean uh, Hey, as long as everyone was happy, I didn't care. Yeah, we made fun of you all night. Yeah, I was just like I was just like, "Hey, just let me just let me sit here and sleep on the couch. Just let just just you guys hang out, have fun. I'm just going to I'm just going to go to bed." <laughs> it pretty much yeah, you fucking piece of shit. Hey, I was fucking tired, man. Uh, but anyway, you ready to start talking about this fucking movie? Um, I mean, I guess. I mean, yeah. we don't have to. We can keep talking alcohol. Yeah, I'm sure they're probably tired of it by now. I mean, we're already like 15 minutes in or something, so maybe we should go ahead and move along. Yeah. Uh, Rowdy, what's today's movie? As above, so below. Yeah, it's fucking, fucking. It's, it's a fun one. I mean. It's there's de- a couple definitely psychological there's a horror. couple good jump scares but it's more of a mental mm-hmm. like yeah i don't find that there's I, a, there's I a lot of mental fuckery going on i probably want to consider this a horror movie in my books i would say more like a thriller like action thriller because of what happens but okay to us, yes, but to most people who don't watch horror movies, oh yeah, for it's sure, definitely a horror movie. Uh, I mean, I, it makes me uncomfortable because fuck that, <laughs> fuck being claustrophobic and all yeah. that shit. Like, I, I would freak the fuck out. Yeah, I feel <coughs> you. Um, all right, yeah. So the movie starts out with, um. Scarlet, oh god, what was her last name? Oh, I don't fucking know. Anyways, main character, Scarlet. It's a found footage film, by the way. Yeah. So if you're not into, like, found footage films, this is definitely not. Absolutely not, because there's, like, cameras being thrown. Yeah. There's cameras falling down. There's a lot of... This is one there's I'm a, actually There's probably, a lot of rubbernecking and stuff. This is one I'm probably glad I didn't see in theaters. Yeah. Just because it probably would have made me fucking motion sick. Yeah. Uh, Real quick, before we actually get into some of this. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, this is from 2014. Mm-hmm. I remember it coming out. Being was super, super stoked. Fucking in, like, I knew about it like a year and a half before it came out, and I was fucking stoked for it. Uh, It's directed by John Eric Dowdle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're they did a huge fucking promotion before the release of the movie where they actually had tours and like 
set up like basically what the movie does mm-hmm. actually in the catacombs i mean if you get on youtube you could probably find pewdiepie he did it yeah uh but anyway such bad podcast etiquette rowdy Dude, i'm sorry marmage scratching your arm right by the microphone <laughs> uh, but yeah so i was super excited about it oh yeah me too um I was like, Catacombs, Gateway to Hell, I'm about this movie. Yeah. So, Alchemy, Alchemy, I am 100% in. So, yeah. Um, this movie, there was so much hype for this movie. There was. And, I mean, I think I let myself get way too fucking hyped I, for I got it. a little too hyped up. I'll admit it. Just a little bit, though, because mm-hmm. this movie surpassed my expectations once I finally watched it. I was like, I, I'm worried about this being good or not. I remember yeah. because the first time we watched it, we watched it together. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so I think I let myself get too hyped up about it, but it's still a good movie. It's still one I've, I mean, I've watched more than once, so mm-hmm. obviously it's better yeah, than nothing. this is like my sixth or seventh time watching it. Oh, yeah, easily. But... Uh, starts with the main character. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is like basically on a treasure hunt, and well, she specifically says she's not a treasure hunter, right? But <laughs> she's on a fucking treasure hunt. Yeah, she's continuing the work of her father. Um, like following leads, and she's it starts out. She's on a bus, like, hiding in Iran. Yeah. And looking for, like, a secret tomb thing. Secret tunnels. (laughs) Yeah, secret tunnels that are about to get demolished Mm -hmm. because of construction above it. And uh, she, like, sneaks in to the tunnels and finds what she's looking for. And then it jumps ahead to her in Paris where the entire movie takes place but in the catacombs which fuck that wait you don't want to go see the catacombs oh i would love to see the catacombs for about 10 minutes and then i'd be done (laughs) all right that's enough human bone and uh dark tunnels secret tunnels well the catacombs (laughs) aren't secret tunnels um i just love that that scene in nacho libre when he's like, how did you get up here so fast? And she's like, secret tunnels. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, you know, it's, they find a few people. One of her friends who she uh, obviously had relations with in the past. Yeah, the, um, the love interest in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she finds him he likes to like break into old churches and restore their uh, bell towers like restore their bells so they find him he bitches about her getting him arrested in fucking turkey Mm -hmm. getting sent to prison in turkey and then they go and find like three uh, Parisians to kind of guide them through the catacombs. Mm-hmm. And 
also the first half of this movie they're it's so slow yeah it's um it's a bit of a crawl because it's like exposition 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 yeah and that goes on for what fucking four, 45 minutes yeah i was at gonna least, say 30 to literally half the, minutes. Move, half the yeah. movie at least and this is it's like an hour and 32 minutes or something mm. uh it yeah. makes it feel like a three-hour movie yes and that's i think one of my big complaints about this movie is it fucking drags but when shit starts happening shit starts happening and it happens fast yeah i feel like they could have compressed some stuff and cut out some shit and i feel like if whatever they did cut out was not the right shit to cut out yeah um but yeah so they're like exploring the catacombs trying to find this one spot secret tunnels secret tunnels um, <laughs> they had this guy benji with them only black guy in the movie uh, yeah, and he's making a documentary. Yeah, he's uh, filming the entire thing, hence mm-hmm. the found footage. Uh, and they're crawling through this like space where the ceilings kind of collapsed. Yeah, and there's just bones thrown like in this tunnel. So they're crawling through it, and he gets stuck and starts fucking freaking the fuck out. Yeah, he starts having um, some mild. <laughs> mild claustrophobia yeah and mild. Um, uh yeah it starts panicking his panicking causes the ceiling to start collapsing more and right before he gets crushed they say then and that's really where the movie takes off is after that a little i mean it's still slow at this point but it a lot more stuff starts happening yeah um they like stumble upon like an old piano and a phone and like all this shit in these catacombs yeah obviously not natural not supposed to be there etc so that's when the like the paranormal starts Mm -hmm. and george the love interest Mm -hmm. from before that he walk like walks up to the piano and it's like oh me and my little brother used to love to play but we can never finish the song because the A4 key is fucked. Yeah, and, he, and then he then plays, he the, song plays and, the song and hits the A4 key, and the A4 key is fucked. Yeah, and he's like, all right, fuck this. Then, <laughs> then a phone rings. Uh, Scarlet chases it. Yeah, answers, answers the it. phone, and it's her dad. Yeah, it's her, yeah. Her dead dad. He's like, Scarlet, why won't you talk to me? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um... Mind you, Scarlet, sorry, a little backstory on her. She's a archaeologist yeah. from England, going to school in London, etc. Um, so the phone rings, she answers it. Then uh, there's a like a guy creeping out of the shadows. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, the toop. A.K.A. The Mole. The Mole. Uh, he, like, disappeared, like, two years prior in the tunnels. Mm-hmm. Um, so the three French people that are with him are like, what the fuck? Yeah, they're like, holy shit, dude, you're alive down here? 
yeah and all, like, a little bit more exposition uh and then they start following him and he's basically tells them the only way out is to go down yeah and he takes them to the spot and it's like a well they climb down and benji once again his clip breaks and gets rope burned like a son of a bitch crazy rope burn rips his palms off basically uh they end up in a tunnel and all their like hearing gets muffled yeah and then like loud fucking alarm type sound happens they go get through the tunnel and then they end up like in this dead end room yeah which has like a puzzle for them to fix uh, a Ptolemaic puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is a Ptolemaic? <laughs> and she's like, uh, Ptolemaic, and she's like, it's basically an ancient Egyptian padlock. Yeah. She's like, pull the wrong stone and the roof collapses on us. <laughs> and they're like, cool beans, we're gonna die. Yeah. So they, you know, do this, and then they get to this room where there's a, like, 700-year-old corpse. Yeah, it's a crusader. Yeah crusader laid out on a tomb not rotting yeah fresh as fuck yeah like still wet yeah and uh they basically find like a passage underneath the water go through it boom they find their treasure find the philosopher's stone which this whole movie is like them searching for the philosopher's stone yeah find it oh shit it's a trap as the three are trying to get to the treasure. Mm-hmm. And uh, they kind of get out of the room as everything collapses. And I think that's when shit actually fucking hits the fan. Yeah. And I think it's probably about a good time for a ad break. Hell yeah, man. Let's hear a word from our sponsors. And we are back. And Tucker's still a bitch. Oh, man. Yeah, forever a bitch. Uh, we, I was just uh, complaining to Ratty about making large mixed drinks because, um, you know, the um, the plastic Coke glasses that you get at, like, a restaurant? Well, my girlfriend used to work at a restaurant, and so, like, she got a bunch of the cups that have, like, little chips in them, like, in the bottoms and stuff. Um. So when they got new ones, they would just throw these out. Well, she just brought them home. And so they're like, I don't know, what, 20 ounces? Oh, easily. Yeah, they're they're big. And um, Well, I would tell you, but I can't read. This is what we were making our um, rum and Cokes in. And I was just explaining to him that I hate making uh, mixed drinks in such large glasses because... I like, he's a bitch. I like my mixed drinks to be carbonated. Like you would drink them like a normal person. And I was I was explaining to him that by the time you get halfway done with it, because this is a big fucking cup, even to drink a glass of Coke this yeah. big, it would take you a minute. By the time you get halfway done with it, your drink's fucking flat, and if you had ice in it, it's all fucking melted, which mine has. 
And that that's what we were bitching about over the break. Anyway. No, fuck you. I'm busy drinking. <laughs> so we uh, left off with the ceiling collapsing in, like, the treasure room. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, excuse oh, me. Oh, girl, that was Sorry. sexy. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, so, yeah, they... Uh, you know, are talking about as above, so below. Uh, as I believe the world, then so it be. Uh, as, as on heaven, or as in heaven, so on earth. You know, on the break, you could have wrote this down. I know, I could have, but I didn't. But, like, you know, that type of stuff. As is the earth, as is heaven, as am I, as are my cells, as is God. As is Adam, or so my Adam's as is. Yeah. As anyway, above, so below. Yeah. It is... It kind of gives you, like, the gist of what that, st- like, means. What what alchemy stands for. Yeah, basically. And then they kind of uh, find this passageway. Yep. And above it, there's an inscription, which I can't read Latin. Can't speak a, Latin. Yeah. But it, what it says is, abandon all hope, he... Who enter here, which is what is said inscribed, to be, what is said to be inscribed above, above the gates, the gates of, hell. of hell. And so, there's like a little scene about them freaking out, like, "Oh, I thought you didn't believe in this shit." Whatever. And he's like, "Yeah, but fuck that." He's <laughs> like, "I don't." Uh, and then Scarlet starts crawling through like the little tunnel and mm-hmm. stops. And she goes, and they shall be made to crawl upon their bellies to enter the kingdom of darkness. To George, who was like, yeah, I was thinking that too. They're like, ah, fuck. So Scarlet. Going to hell. Yeah, Scarlet and George kind of realize, like, we could literally be entering hell right now. Yeah. And, I mean, that, both of those come from uh, Dante's Inferno and mm-hmm. Dante's story, which if you don't know what that is, Dante goes through the seven layers of hell. Yeah, read it. It's a good read. Play the game. Yeah. Do anything. It's, I mean. Watch the watch the animated yeah. um, thing. Dante's I think it's on you. I think it's on YouTube. Dante's the, Inferno? Yeah, the animated one. It was made after the game. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. I think the whole thing's on YouTube. Oh, I'm sure. But it's a it's it's a pretty good watch. Anyway, so they basically enter hell. Yeah. And they get to the other side and they're like what the fuck cuz everything's the same but flipped. And then Scarlet's like no, it's not. Not exactly. Everything is reversed. Mhm. Literally as above so below uh and this is when shit starts going fucking crazy yeah this is um this is when the kill count starts piling the fuck up surprisingly there's only three deaths in this movie yeah but like there's only six people true (laughs) like uh that don't that don't fucking matter in this movie so when the ceiling collapsed before they get into hell Latouk kind of disappears. Well, he, he gets didn't. left behind. He doesn't, you know, swim through the tunnel, basically. 
I thought he, I thought he did, and he was, yeah, because he oh, was just standing there like he was like fuck, and then the roof collapsed, and remember they were trying to get yeah. him out out of the rocks, and they're like, we can't do that, the rest of it'll collapse on us, and so he died. Yeah. That it is, it is one hundred percent safe to assume that he died yes. in the collapse. Yes, and so they're like retracing their steps, basically. And they yeah, get to the room, in, but in reverse. Yeah. yeah, and they get to the room where uh, the uh, knight was, the Templar was. Mm-hmm. And this time he's all fucking rotting and gross. Yeah, and they shine a light, and it's uh, Latouf. Yeah, who freaks the fuck out when the light shined on him? Yeah, he um. Yeah, he was just like fucking sitting there, and everyone's like, "Uh, fuck me!" Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and uh, yes, they shine the light on him, mm-hmm. and he gets up and fucking attacks Suxi. Suxi, which is one of the French people, yeah, the French girl that's with him, and literally fucking bashes her head into the ground, into man, the, like stone steps, and um. Earlier, Scarlet had healed her arm yeah. with the Philosopher's, Philosopher's Stone. Stone. She, like, scratched off some of the stone into her arm and then Right before squeezed they it. entered hell. And, um, and uh, they're, they're like, bring her back, bring her back. And she's like, uh, stone can't bring back the dead. <laughs> the stone doesn't work that way. Yeah. Uh, and then... So they're retracing their steps, literally going even deeper, what it yeah. seems. Uh, they get back to like the same well where they were, yeah, and having to uh, climb down. Mm-hmm. And so they all climb down except for Benji. And Benji's sitting there. Yeah, because ben, Benji was kind of having a, a bit of a panic attack. A little bit. Like, he was like, mm, I really don't want to do this again. Again. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, so he's like the last one. And they're like, Benji, come on. Let, like, we got to go. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And boom, fucking jump scare. Yeah, big one. Yes. And this one, this one's a legit jump scare. It's really good. And, um... And it's not a false jump scare either. Oh, no, 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 this no, is no. The big, this is the big bad. <laughs> yeah, especially by this point in the movie. Like, this is the one that made me jump more than any of the others. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Jump scare cuts to the bottom of the well, and you hear Benji screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Splat. And then <laughs> splats on the ground in front of all of them. So, boom. Kill two. Well, if you want to be technical, that's kill three if you want to c- count the collapse. I don't. And there's a reason why. Okay. And we can talk about that afterwards. Yeah. The last actual kill in the movie is uh, Papa... Papillon. 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 Butterfly. Yeah, I was going to say, which means butterfly. I was going to say, I actually speak a little bit of French. Thank God for high school. Right. Uh, yeah, so 
he's like the guy who is like head honcho with the French guys. Yeah. Like he's the one that knows everything. They're like running and these birds don't shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> <laughs> They're like running and then they come across like a fire. And when they turn the car or turn the corner, it's a car fire. Mm-hmm. Mind you, in the middle of the fucking catacombs. Yeah, which this car is 100% engulfed yes. in flames. And there's somebody sitting in the backseat. On fire. On fire. And uh, he goes, it wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault. And then, like, gets drug into the fire. And yeah, then, like... like as like, as... like force dragged. Oh yeah. Like so, the guy like that that dude in the car was definitely a Jedi. Uh well he reached out and grabbed him. Well yeah, no, and well, then it like all the whole... fucking went insane. He was like, uh like uh like the force was pulling him in and then the dude yanked him in and the car like imploded on itself. Yeah, and like black hole into style. The, into the ground. And then his legs were sticking out yeah. of the ground at his knees. Yeah, Papillon's legs were the only thing left sticking out of the ground. And then they tried to pull him out and they couldn't. And it was funny. I was kind of laughing because when they, when he got like black holed into the ground, they were holding his pants and his legs and his, or his pants and his shoes and his pants and shoes like came off. Yeah. And his naked ass went into the ground. <clears throat> but um, that one is a really, really good kill. Um, the, uh, the practical and the special effects on it are super solid. Yes. Um, like, it's so good. But other than that, that's like the last actual kill. Yeah. There's a bunch of shit that happens afterwards. Fucking uh, George gets attacked by what's basically a fucking gargoyle. Yeah, it's like a bodies like a like statue in, of like a monk. No, but it's in, like it's like they're like it's hard. To, it, they were like they were in bodies the stone. encased in stone. But then they like came out the stone. Yeah. They were like all dusty, like statues. I don't know. It's weird. You're not gonna understand if you haven't seen the movie at all. There's some, um, some uh, like spoopy, smoky, uh, basically black cloaked dudes yeah. walking around, looking like the uh, Illuminati. George gets bit in the neck by that gargoyle thing, and that's when Scarlet realizes, like. Uh, oh, yeah, the stone doesn't work George, down here. Yeah, George recited the alchemy, like the code. Vitriol. Yeah, vitriol, which is yeah. the basically the code for that, like for alchemy. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's vitriol, but it, every letter stands for it's something. It's an acronym. And, yeah, it's an acronym. There we go. Yeah. Couldn't think of the word. Sorry. I got you. Getting, getting messages about dinner. <clears throat> Fuck dinner. Dinner's in your glass. Uh, fuck you, street tacos, <laughs> motherfucker. You better bring some back. I fed you lunch. Yeah, <laughs> that I made myself. Hey, um, it's my food though. <laughs> but yeah, so she like realizes, oh shit, 
it doesn't work like that. It kind of goes through everything again. Yeah, more to or put less. the stone back where she grabbed it from to find the true stone, which is inside of everybody, basically. Yeah, she ba- she basically realizes that down there she is the stone. It's uh, oh, what what is it? I can't think of the word, but uh, yeah, they it's basically like. If you can own and forgive yourself for the past and make peace with your own yeah, downfalls, you, you then can you make the world are what it is. Yeah. yeah, you 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 are the philosopher's stone. Yeah. Basically, is what it boils down to. Yeah, and then she gets like superpowers. Yeah, basically, and she goes back <laughs> and she like puts her hand over uh, George's neck and then kisses him, and miraculously he's he's all better. Like literally on his deathbed like in middle yeah, he of was, death throes yeah, he was about to bl- bleed out and, and she saved his life well i think at that point he had already bled out and he was like yeah. the heart was stopping like, and yeah in the middle <laughs> of death throes yeah and uh yeah so he lives zed which is the last french guy that's alive because three or two of the three that die are French. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they're like rushing and keeping going. And they're yeah, which coming the, across the, the worst s- thing that happened to Zed was he got a broken nose. Let's remember that. <laughs> yeah. Zed got a broken nose in the collapse from the treasure room of before cor- they entered hell. Yeah, or of anything. course, nothing happens to Scarlet because she's the main character. But everybody else is either dead or. Just about. Should have been dead. Yes. And Zed's got a broken nose. Yeah. And so they come across like this well. Yeah. As they're running. They're like, hey, watch out. They're like. Yeah, like Zed almost ran into it or George. I can't remember Somebody about about stepped into it. And that's when she like makes them uh, basically accept like their past. And like more kind of like atone for their sins, kind basically, of thing. Yeah. Like come to terms with themselves. Yeah, come to terms. That's a and good And then way they to put would it. um and then basically she's like, We must rectify this. Rectify, that's what it is. Yeah. Cause rectify something, something and to see the hidden stone. Yeah. So she's like, You must rectify yourself so that you can like we're the stone not Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, We have to jump. And they jump. And this is like the... Um, uh, I remember this happening in like another movie or something. Where like they jump down the hole. But the camera flips halfway down. And then they're like basically jumping out of the hole. Basically. they all land on their but asses. You, like you don't understand that. You just see like the scene of them falling and falling and falling and falling. And then you hear... And they're like... <laughs> And uh, they all get up, and Zed's freaking the fuck out. Like, we're all going to die down here. We're all going to die. And yeah, because, like looking it, around it legitimately because it looks like the bottom, the of, bottom the well. of the well. And yeah. they look, and they see this little thing. It's a fucking manhole cover in the yeah. middle of the well. And they're like, uh, Scarlet and George are trying to pull it up. And they keep pulling and pulling. And they do this for a couple of seconds. Mm-hmm. And then 
like it's all pretty well pitch black at this point and then scarlet pushes on it yeah like like, like kind of out of frustration this. like she's like Ugh. yeah like about to slam it it's like slam it and like you don't get that until after it happens yeah that's like they're like what the hell did you just do and she's like i pushed on it yeah because you see like a light yeah like like it kind of rings yeah like a flash of light and uh excuse me so they're like all right well like and they push on it yeah yeah. they push on it and it falls back down and they push on it and the view it comes back up but they push on it and they're like all right now push on it and push it to the side so they do and, and you can see a street lamp. You can see a, a street lamp on the top of a tree. Yeah. Upside down. And they're like, holy fucking shit, it's a manhole. <laughs> and like, they reach their hand up through it, and then they're like, Zed, she's the camera. Like, oh, I can feel the breeze. <laughs> they're like, Zed, give me the camera. And they toss the camera up. And then they crawl out, which they yeah, crawl and then out it in the kinda, fucking way ever. It, it, goes, it goes to the view of that camera instead of their lamp cameras yes which is still upside down yeah and so it's like boop (laughs) yeah and then they proceed to crawl out of the manhole feet first yeah which if i was like a passerby i'd be like what the fuck yeah because well um literally like from their perspective they're crawling down yeah they're crawling down into the manhole but from like say the camera's perspective, they're coming up yeah. through the manhole, and so they're going feet first, and it looks fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's fucking great. But, and then they, you know, kind of hug and then walk away. Yeah, which I couldn't imagine what that feeling would be like. Going through that and then just being like, no, 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 no. the or, the the hole itself because. At some point, there has to be a shift in gravity. Oh, for sure. And so, like, in reality, that wouldn't work because as no, soon stuck. as soon as their feet started, like, hit that 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 horizontal plane of where the manhole, co- like, once they passed through the manhole cover, gravity would start pushing down on them, and so you'd get about halfway through the tunnel. And you'd be kind of like, yeah, you'd be. Kinda it'd be stuck pushing in. you back down the hole, but it'd also be pulling you yeah, up the would... hole. You'd be stuck as fuck. I don't know. It's fucking weird. But anyways, yeah, they all get out, hug. Zed just walks away. He's like, no, nope, like gives fuck this, this fucking like smirk and then just leaves. Yeah, tosses his headlamp. He's like, uh, see ya. <laughs> Scarlet and George kind of hug and they walk away together. Yeah, which you're like, oh, they go, and then it. It, like, sets it up for, like, a sequel, but... But you know it's not coming. Yeah, there's, like, no way they can do a sequel to this unless it's another, like, treasure hunting bullshit. I mean, I wouldn't... I'd be down. Oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> complain if they can find another thing, but, yeah, that's the end of the movie. Credits roll, etc. So, Rowdy, yes. there was a question that you had for me. And I told you I would wait until the podcast to answer it. God damn it, what was the question? Had to do with Suxi. Had to do with Suxi. When? You asked me why she was the first oh, to die. Yes, yes. Okay, so uh, the other two. Well, 
Um, I guess not. Really, the only one that died because of uh, past sins, which I kind of think that Benji died mm-hmm. the same way, like due to past sins because of the jump scare, baby crying something shit. Uh, Zuxi didn't really like die by a past sin unless she was involved with the troop, the troop. Or whatever. Or his death. Which, I mean, I guess in a way they were. Because they were all, like, explorers together. Well, yeah, because in the beginning of the movie, La Toop said, You guys never even came to look for me. But he was talking to Papillon. Yeah, I know, but... And then Papillon... Yeah, but who was closest to him? Like... Physically closest to him, not like emotionally closest to him. I I think it's because there, she's well, who he could get his hands on. Maybe. Maybe so. But from a movie perspective, you asked me why she was the first to die. And uh, no. it's a it's a pretty simple answer. They made no emotional connection for her. She didn't True. do anything in the movie. True. They're like, oh, she's the banshee of the crew. And, well, and it, the whole time you're actually, like, well, what the, the fuck same, does that mean? It, the same can go for what you just said, where she was the closest one to the troop. So, I guess, I mean, that makes sense, but... Like, I mean, it could have been Papillon that... Um, that walked up to um, La Tube and it wouldn't have changed anything. Like, it would have just been Papillon getting his face smashed in. And so, um, because, you know, he he was the one who walked up to him first when, right. when they first met. And so, like... Um, I think they. I think, I think the way she died that. and the reason she died was specifically for continuity, like to keep the story moving and stuff. Because either that or, like we said, bits that shouldn't have been cut out were cut out. Yeah, type of thing. But the other two, they died, like because of their past, like past sins. Well, I don't. Papillon, I'm trying to. De- I'm Papi- trying to decide on whether Benji died because of past sins. I'm guessing because of what it was. Well, the Your jump baby? the jump scare was the girl that he saw at the club, wasn't it? But there was a baby crying and all that stuff. Yeah, but they never talk about anything about that. That's that. But I can chalk it up to that. It wasn't just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what I'm wondering is why. Hmm. But then again, that girl was in the physical world because he saw her at the club. Right. I don't know. But then she was also in hell. Succubus. <laughs> uh, I mean, he did turn to check her out. I don't know, but uh, this movie's a big old mindfuck. Yes, insanely, insanely a mindfuck. Yeah. Uh, vitriol, though. I pulled up what it stands for. Mm-hmm. It's Visita Interioria. Ray Rectificando I don't know 
it's basically visit the interior of the earth and rectifying you will find the hidden stone is basically what it stands for so uh uh yeah it's, it's also a, a motto in uh freemasonry which mm-hmm. i mean understandably why yeah Freemasons are about that philosopher's stone life, too. Yes. And, it, I mean, it's just, you know, the, the, like, being pure. Yeah. And, like, not sinning or whatever. Or, at, like, rectifying your sins. But, other than that, uh, so... One out of ten secret tunnels. No. One out of ten gates to hell. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go with a solid 7.5. Alright. I, I, I was seven, about to say 7.5. Seven. Yeah, for me it's a 7. It's slow. It's a drag. Now... Just because it's slow and it drags does not mean the beginning of this movie is not interesting. Or important. Yes. The beginning of the movie is, it does keep your attention. It's just slow. Yeah, there's not a lot of action in it. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's it's a lot of just bits and talking. pieces of it, but a lot of it is exposition. But you're not, you're not like, oh my god, just get the fuck on with it. No, you're like, oh, okay, so what next? What next? Yeah. Uh, yeah like it, it, it pulls you in. Um, the, um, <clears throat> any effects, practical or special effects that were used in the movie are fantastic. They're really good. They're really solid. Um, the lighting is awesome and it's used efficiently. And it's lit in a way that makes sense. Yeah. For yeah. what it is. I mean, there's some bits where you're like, that's a little bit too much light for mm-hmm. what lights are on. But other than that, yeah. For the most part, the lighting is fucking spot on. Yeah. And um, even in scenes that aren't in the catacombs, you're just like, the... The, the, the scene light. building... Yeah, the scene building they that they did is is like super solid um from a functional standpoint the movie is fantastic from a story standpoint the movie is pretty good i was gonna say the story could be better yeah i i'm a sucker for like alchemy and yeah like stuff like this like freemasonry and like uh kind of a secret society stuff yeah, me too. History stuff. This is uh, this so is I was right like up my alley. super stoked about that. Uh, I think my big gripe with it, I think they could have done a lot better in this movie if it wasn't a found footage movie. If it was just more, like you could tell they put a lot of effort and shit into this being a found footage film. Yeah, which I mean, they did fucking great. It's not no Blair Witch type movie Mm -hmm. not real not trying to throw Blair Witch under the bus because I mean 
that's an okay movie. This one did it right, in my opinion. Yeah, and, you know, Blair Witch was... Blair Witch was groundbreaking. Yes, but but it was like the first of its kind. So. Yeah, but it's also not awesome. Like, it's yeah. not fantastic. It's a good it's movie. It's alright. It's a good movie. It's worth watching, but it's not fantastic. This movie... It it utilized the found footage aspect very well. Yes. It used the fact that the cameras can be handheld efficiently. It took advantage uh, of those moments and exploited them. Yeah, like headlamps that have cameras in them and stuff like that. And um, using the camera to achieve angles that, I mean, you can achieve with a set but makes sense. As found footage, yes. like them throwing the camera through the tunnel to show you the other side. Yes, or when Benji gets claustrophobic as yeah. fuck. Yeah, so, I mean, I get it, but I think they could have done just as good, if not better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As not found footage. Yeah, just some, um, like, some of the scenes would just have to be reworked just a little. And it well, could it could still be just as good. Even then, it wouldn't have to be a full-fledged found-footage film. When, uh, like, they gave the backstory of, like, documentary footage Mm -hmm. uh, with Benji. For bits that actually, like, that was integral to what was going on, Mm -hmm. they could have jumped to that. Yeah. Kind of like the end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where it's them going through the crime scene rolling film Mm -hmm. and like something like that yeah so i mean it would have been better i think well not better it they could have easily done like almost a half and half or yeah you know 75 25 yeah i get what you're saying that'd be awesome that'd be Uh, that'd be an interesting piece to see yeah i mean would it be better than this maybe who knows (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, obviously, we got the movie we got. Yeah. I do think that they cut out quite a bit. Oh, dude, that's... They would have It's blatant. To, it's blatant. Um, and if they didn't, it wasn't... They they cut out in the writing process, not yeah. in the filming. Yeah. Uh, they had to have cut out bits of the story. Oh, they had to have... Because uh, Scarlet's dad, you just, you find out he committed suicide after they're in hell. Yeah. Uh, Well, no. You find out he killed himself after, shortly after you meet Benji. Because she said something, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, so you don't think your dad's crazy? And she's like, why? Because he killed himself? Okay, it's so, only one line, but easy to miss, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> which I've seen this movie twice, or not twice, but more than twice, and yeah, I, I think I recognized that before, but not today. Um, yeah, um, yeah, it's only one line, but but I mean, there's bits of story that yeah, they just kind of come really out of nowhere. Yeah, but uh, and there's like sounds and stuff that you're like, well, that seemed important, but. Well, like in Benji's case, Nothing baby crying, like the baby crying, because what right before Benji dies, the first thing that 
happens is he starts freaking out, and then you can hear a baby cry. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I think it's it's a backstory that's not being explained. Yeah. Which I think probably were at some point. Yeah, it's possible. As far as everything else, I love the alchemy aspect, the history yeah. aspect of it. I wish more movies were like that. Yeah, so. and it's it's pretty true to what they're talking about. Like they didn't make up anything, and no, it was like the everything's whole, uh, pretty historical. The uh, I don't know about the whole secret of tunnel, morning, but morning and night, you know, uh, the sun was so jealous of you know the love mm-hmm. they had that he separated them. So they could only touch from the palms of their hands to the balls of their feet or soles of their feet, you know, like stuff like that. And that's actual like in the lore of alchemy and different ancient, you know, beliefs. Yeah. But other than that, I think it's a good movie. I still enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's definitely not like a, a weekly watch or anything oh, like that, no. but, but, um, but it's definitely worth watching, you know, mm, you know, every once in a while you're like, well, um, I'm going to sit here and, uh, rack my brain for a minute. Um, but we want to know what you guys think. Um, what do you think of alchemy? What do you think of secret tunnels? What do you guys think of the movie As Above, So Below? And uh, there's a few different ways you guys can contact us. Very first off, there's anchor.fm slash beers and fears podcast. You guys can leave us voice messages on the app itself. And we can listen to them and either reply in voice messages or we can reply to you guys through the podcast and you guys can hear it on a future episode we may even be able to plug those voice messages into our episodes themselves so if you want a chance to be on the podcast that's a good way to do it if you guys don't want to download a whole new podcatcher just to get a hold of us there's always facebook and that's um through our business page beers and fears podcast He'll even go through the community page. Yeah. Um, if you stop by the business page, make sure you like it. We have a giveaway going on. And uh, you guys can find out what that item is once we hit 125 likes. And we will give away said item once we hit 150 likes. Yes. Uh, Instagram has been active for a few Probably about a week and a half now. Yeah, something like that. I think there's still a photo war going on. Um, a little bit. It's kind of died down. Yeah, it wasn't like the first two days. <laughs> but um, yeah, Instagram's always fun, and that is Beers and Fears Podcast. Twitter, I think, is at Beers and Fears Podcast as well, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Make sure you guys go hit us up with a follow on that. We would love it. Um. Make sure you guys join our community if you, um, our Facebook community, if you listen to the podcast. We want to meet you guys. 
Um, the Facebook community is a place where you guys can share your dank memes, get updates, and behind-the-scenes stuff. And you guys can also talk to other viewers about what you guys want from the podcast or like or hate from the podcast. It doesn't matter. The only requisite, prerequisite to get in is to answer two questions. Very simple. They're super easy questions. You can't possibly get them wrong, even if you've only listened to one episode of the podcast. Literally. Yeah. You literally only have to listen to one episode of the podcast, and you have to look through the library one time. Just a big, heavy swipe, and you'll find the other answer. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> there's no... And you know what? Just for you guys, today I'm going to answer those questions just this once. One of the questions asks who the, who the hosts of the podcast are. That's Tucker Miller and Rowdy Cartwright. And then the other one asks, what is the first episode of the podcast? It's Insidious. There you go. Those are your answers. Go join the podcast community so we can meet you guys. Give us a shout out. Talk to us. Send some dank memes. Comment on what we have. Answer the polls. There's a lot of stuff you can do. I'll make it even easier. That second question. If you put, I don't know, but the first uh, episode I listened to was whatever. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't the week or within the month. Then we'll accept it. Yeah. I mean, as long as it's not what we did that day yeah that week two weeks ago it, if it's in the month the current month no yeah just put just put like a throwback episode like one of the first episodes you would listen to and we'll we'll accept you guys we just first, want our friends hell first episode that i was a your co-host mm -hmm. the episode that started what it is now yeah literally titled Halloween. Yeah, simple as that. Put that, we'll let you in. The door's open for everyone. Just answer the questions and we'll get you in. So, um, don't forget about the giveaway, guys. We really want to do it. It's uh, something special for for uh, just you guys. We are still sitting at 73 likes on the Facebook page. Yep, not fun. No. We need to get to 125 so you guys can find out what it is. <clears throat> and also, if you guys aren't about the whole social media thing, because I know some of you guys aren't the young kids that we are, but if you guys don't like that stuff, you can always hit us up on a good old email. Yeah. That's Beers and Fears podcast, podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Go ahead, shoot us a message. We reply very quickly. Uh, did you go over uh, listener support while I went? No, I didn't. Go uh, ahead, hit it, dude. Myself. Uh, listener support down in the show notes. There is a link, and that link will take you to listener support. Listener support will be like your Patreons mm, or PBS, you know, whatever. Uh, what that is, if you like what we do want to keep us doing what we do want us to get 
better equipment, more soundproofing, etc. Uh, possibly have guest spots. Mm-hmm. Listener support is an easy way to help us do that. Uh, and just straight up bring more content. Yeah, bringing more content. Listener support helps immensely. Uh, so if you want to do that, every penny counts. We're not going to beg for it, but yeah. And if you can't, if you can't, you know, donate to listener support, that's totally fine. Just head on down to your favorite podcatcher and give us a five star rating and a whatever review. I don't care. As long as it's a five star rating, you can say, uh, the two co-hosts suck dick and I got cancer from listening to this. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. As long as it's five star review because uh, local podcatchers like Apple Podcasts and Spotify, I believe. Spotify, uh, l- almost any of your more like Main, your major mainstream, mainstream yeah. podcatchers. They have uh, they have a um, a uh, rating alg- system. They have an algorithm that basically will boost yeah the more five star ratings the higher up on the charts on the charts we will get and so when somebody types in horror podcast or drunken podcast or horror or beer or movies or whatever we will move farther up the line yes until we are number one and everyone sees us no matter what the fuck they type in (laughs) yes so uh listener support and ratings reviews five star ratings give us fuck all reviews Mm -hmm. when you do those ratings and reviews but as long as it's five stars yeah doesn't matter and um i think that's it for this week i've been tucker i'm still rowdy and this has been the beers and fears podcast